Shannon and Jimmy McElrath, and we're in our 19th year of marriage. And while we certainly don't know it all and we're still learning, there's a few things we've figured out along the way. This podcast is all about helping families go further. Each week, we'll focus on four ideas centered around one important topic. These ideas have helped us improve, and we want to share them with you. So for today's topic, we're going to be diving into one of our most difficult podcasts so far. Definitely. But one that definitely needs to be discussed, and that is discipline. And the reason that it's difficult is because there's negativity sometimes that surrounds this subject. Like when you say discipline and you're referring to your kids, it can sometimes bring up those feelings of guilt. Mm-hmm. because maybe something you've done or fear because of maybe how you were raised. It can be a touchy subject. But... It's a subject that we need to talk about. Absolutely. And even though we, as parents, have made our fair share of mistakes. Lots of them. I think we've done pretty well because I think if there's one thing that people say about our girls, it's that they're usually very well-mannered and well-behaved. I really love when I always hear, like, your mm-hmm. girls are so sweet. They're, you know, they're always like... I know. And when people say that to me, I'm like, they better be or else... <laughs> That's right. But no, seriously, we had children so early on in life when we were 22, just married, and a year later we were 23, we were already having children, and basically it was like we were kids raising kids. So we were babies. We were so young. (laughs) It's crazy. But discipline wasn't really something we thought about and something we kind of had to learn and work through. In fact... Definitely weeding it. Yes, and my favorite story comes from a comedian called Sinbad. You remember Sinbad, right? Didn't you go see him? I love Sinbad. Didn't you see him one time? Yes, I did. How did you see him without me? Because I was with my mom. Oh, yeah, that's right, of course. (laughs) Yes, it's true. (laughs) My mom is true. But if you get a chance to see him, you should, because he's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe you should invite me. (laughs) If you invite me, I'd go. But anyway, next time I do remember listening to him on tape, not in person on tape, because that's what tape. I had when I was young. Yeah, tape. But he was like, you know, he had that whole thing where he could say "mama" so many times. You know how your kid comes up and they're like tugging on your pants leg, and it's like "mama, mama, mama, mama." And he said he had about ten of them before she'd really lose it. And so he's approaching ten, and as soon as he said "mama" on the tenth time, she turned around and she smacked his rear end so hard it fell off. <laughs> And then all of his friends were like, man, pick up your butt and run, run. So anyway, I just always had that picture in my mind. I just thought that was hilarious. Not, not hitting children is funny. No. No. We should. But, but the mama part is fun because but that the, is so mama, true. Mama, I mean, mama, that is Abby. Mama. Mama. Yeah. yeah. Mama. Absolutely. But no, our favorite story about discipline actually has to do with the belt one time. And Abby. And Abby. <laughs> She was not able to sit down during supper, and I told her for about the 10th time that she needed to sit down. And she's so young. I mean, she's just like wiggling in and out of her chair. I mean, literally, she's going to fall out of the chair and hurt herself, you know, or whatever. She just but it would, wasn't just one time. It was every time we sat down at the She just was not listening. Not, she, she, so I told her, I said, Abby, if you don't sit down, I'm going to get the belt. And what I meant by that was not spanking with the belt. But that I was going to take my belt off, and I was going to put it around the back of the chair like a seat belt, and 
you know, kind of strap her into the chair like a car to keep her seated until dinner was over. And so... I think that you explained it like that, too. I did. I was yeah. very... I was like, this is the consequence. If you get up again, you're going to have a seatbelt. And so she did it again. She got up. So I seatbelted her down until dinner was over. And she cried. She was like, Daddy, you know, and she just cried. And then she was like, five seconds later, stopped crying, ate her dinner. Everything was fine. She's playing. Nothing changed. Okay, so fast forward about three hours later, we're going over to Shannon's house, um, to her parents' house, sorry, and we pull up to the front door. We're driving down their road, and it's like two hours away to get to their house, and so by the time we get to the house, for whatever reason, we're pulling down the road, and Abby just starts crying, and she's like, (laughs) in the back seat, and I was like, Abby, what are you crying about? And she's like, Daddy... (laughs) do you remember the time like it happened like three months ago or something and she's like do you remember the time that you had to get the belt and I'm like oh my gosh stop talking Abby has a flair for the dramatics it's like this is not the conversation we want to have going into the in-laws house with grandma and papa or Uh, yeah that was a nightmare yeah it was it was a mess but Anyway, it's just a funny story to me, but this podcast is not about spanking or not spanking because I know that there are going to be a lot of people that are going to listen to this podcast and they're going to say, well, what's the preacher going to say about spanking? We're not going to get stuck in the weeds starting out. Instead, what we really want to do with this is kind of give an overarching theme, okay? And just remind you that discipline is important. It really is. In fact, when we see a child that's not being disciplined, you know, we don't really think anything less of the child. I mean, because every child is going to be bad, okay? That's just how it is. You don't have to teach a two-year-old how to throw a fit. They're going to do it. They're going to throw fits. It's human nature. It's what, it's really what King David refers to as original sin. We're born into sin, right? right? And we just have that tendency to rebel, But the important thing is discipline is love. Absolutely. In fact, there are several pieces of scripture that support this because even God disciplines those he loves. And um, a couple of scripture that we found in Hebrews 12, 6 and 18, it says, For the Lord disciplines those he loves. If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are not really his children at all. And then also in Proverbs 3, 11 and 12, it says, Don't reject the Lord's discipline and don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Um, And I think that's such a great piece of scripture because it it says that God corrects those he loves. Yeah, and I think that's the focus of it is that he loves us. Yes. Yeah, not not so much the discipline part, but the fact that he loves us and wants wants the best for us. Right. And I think that's the same same thing is true with us. Like when we discipline our children yeah. with our girls, I mean, it's because we love them and we want better things for them in the future. So when they do something or they say something that's not right or that may be causing a problem, we're going to stop them and correct them because we want the best for them. We want, we love them. We want to teach them how to be better examples of Christ. Right. So discipline is an important part of being a parent. So what we want to do is share four things that we've learned on this topic. And again, like we've said in all the podcasts, there are so many things that could be talked about, but this is where we're going to start. Okay, so number one thing we've learned. Let's just dive right in. What do you think? Go for it. Let's do it. Don't discipline in anger. Now, a lot of what I've learned about this came from a guy named Todd Fields that does some of the Orange curriculum. It's just great material. But I love what he says about this. He says when, when you're thinking about anger and discipline... He says, bodies are fragile, 
But spirits are even more fragile. No loving parent wants their children to live in fear of anger. And, you know, that's powerful. Now, I grew up in a home that we never lived in fear of my parents' anger, right? I don't know what that's like, but I do know that that's not the case for everybody that's listening to this podcast. Nobody wants to grow up in that type of home where it's just living in fear. So, Well, I definitely think there's a healthy fear. Well, it, there is. That's right. A yes. healthy fear. You know, I, well, yeah. I mean, I was... Sorry. Still... No, that's good because I was afraid... I was afraid of my dad. <laughs> like you were afraid of consequences. Consequences, right. right. Okay. But I didn't live in fear of... Right. Of right, just right. Of anger. Of anger. Absolutely okay. right. So here's what we're going to say. Whatever approach you use for discipline, deal with your anger first, okay? That way you can be delicate and more thoughtful. You know, the last thing anybody wants to wants in a discipline type of situation is to walk away feeling guilty about what's been dealt out, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel guilty about anything. So, okay, thinking about anger, here's, here's a couple things we've learned about dealing with anger. Number one, yelling doesn't work. Okay, it just doesn't. Now, this is hard for me because I have a loud voice. In fact, right now... Yeah, while, you're all the time yelling. <laughs> it seems that way. Right now, quit yelling. <laughs> right now, sorry. Right now, if you can see a picture of us with the podcast, the microphone is right next to... It's like to attached sh- to my mouth. Yes. And he's like 10 feet away. Because <laughs> I'm loud. <laughs> That's funny. In fact, people tell me... They'll come by at church or whatever, and they'll say, were you in Walmart yesterday because I didn't see you, but I heard you. Yes. Like, I'm loud everywhere. So, anyway, it's hard for me because any difference in my tone affects the girls. They're so quick to say, why are you mad? You know, why are you... And I'm yeah. not. I'm like, if I'm not mad, but my voice, <laughs> my voice kind of says otherwise. But when it comes to this issue we we don't put up with yelling at our house we decided early on we don't we didn't really want that type of home um so in order for the girls not to yell we have to know they don't see us yelling at each other and so we also don't allow them to yell at each other or at us right absolutely and then another thing we've learned about anger is that humiliation doesn't work either i mean we never discipline in front of other people in fact most of the time just giving the look will suffice. You know the look, right? And you're, I think you're pretty good at pretty look. Good at yeah, it. you're better at it than I am. <laughs> Maybe the look for you. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know the look. <laughs> you discipline me all. <laughs> That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> I just walked right into that one. Yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep going. Yeah, okay. All right. Humiliation doesn't work. Um... We just never thought that this was really a good model. I mean, if discipline needs to happen, if a talk needs to be given, then we would leave the room with them. Um, and for good reason, or because... It sounds like a good idea anyway. I mean, I think we definitely always tried that, but listening to this and, and speaking on this, mm-hmm. I think as parents, it is difficult to say... I'm going to walk away from this angry moment. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying walk away. Like, I'm saying that, that the transition from getting out of the room from other people, yes. taking I, I, a moment to walk outside, getting away, sometimes, number one, it helps us deal with our anger. It gives us a chance to kind of cool down a little yeah. bit, okay? Because okay. we're kind of walking away from whatever it is that caused it. Um, and then it allows us to be... Um, to confront the issue with our children without anybody else stirring it up around us as well. 
Okay. What do you think? Do you I agree think with so. that? Yes, I, yeah. I definitely agree with it sounds perfect, <laughs> but <laughs> not always. how often does it happen? I like, think I know, I, I think I know that we've always this. tried to do that, certainly. Like, that's definitely, I think, would be everybody's intent. You certainly don't want to humiliate your children. Right. But I think um, when it comes to practice and... I just know that that, I mean, that's a it's difficult hard. thing. It's very hard. So I, I guess, think that you can have parents that, that, that would be probably where the guilt comes in. Cause I think there's yeah, be a lot of we're guilt. We're going to talk about guilt in a minute. Yeah, 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 that's true. But I think what I'm, what I'm talking about is the lady at Walmart that is just all over yes, her yes. child in the checkout line. Over that and time that you almost got in a fight at McDonald's. Yep, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> I did. I almost got a fight. The preacher almost got a fight at McDonald's. I did. But actually, that's a good story because it that is. guy was like really over the top disciplining this small child. And, and I decided to get in the middle of Which it, you, and it was that's not something a. You should never do. It's <laughs> not a good thing. So he almost got kicked out of McDonald's. <laughs> anyway, I, those are good examples of just losing it in front of other people, and it's not really helping the situation right. okay. at all, and you're not communicating well. I didn't really mean to take that, like drive that off of. No, that's good because okay. So number one, don't discipline in anger. Okay. Uh, yelling doesn't work. Humiliation, Humiliation doesn't work. Yes. Okay. So number two. Okay, so point number two is communicate the consequences up front. And this is great, and I think something that um, we're pretty good with. You know, we really want to try to use clear language and just really kind of make sure they, our girls, know what will happen if they break the rule. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do this, then this is going to happen. And that way you're not just kind of coming out of the blue with something and making it up on the spot. I mean, I've done that on occasion. Oh, that's it's like knee-jerk reaction. Oh no, you didn't. And then you ended up, yeah. I think, probably more in trouble than than they are because. Yeah, because you're making up something way that, too harsh. Which you're never going to be a yeah. to. Okay, um, but a few things to remember about this: you want to make sure it's a fair consequence. And sometimes it would be tough finding that sweet spot between being too harsh and too easy. Mm-hmm. And I have definitely found this with our youngest child. There was a time there growing up when she was younger that I could not find a consequence that she really cared about. <laughs> so it was like, like, okay. It was like I had to get just get harsher and harsher, and still it was like, More know, creative. Whatever. She's just that laid back, you know. You can't hurt me, Mom. <laughs> Bring it. Which would just drive me crazy. <laughs> no. That's right. Both of our girls have always been great. Yeah. Um, so I was saying it's tough to finding that sweet spot sometimes between being too harsh and too easy. Mm-hmm. And that's another good reason that, you you know, sometimes it's good to take that break before you kind of deal yeah. out that punishment. You know, maybe send them to the room or something, take a little break. Give yourself time to kind of figure out down a what's bit. the best way to handle mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then that way you have a better understanding of kind of what needs to happen next. It's kind of like if, say, kind of, you know, it's late past curfew one night and I don't know, you decide you want to ground her yeah. um, for and two I'm months. And I'm like, take away the car for two months. You're done. Yeah, and then we're having to drive her everywhere. Yeah. So, well, that didn't work. Really, the goal is we want to teach them a lesson and not get revenge on them. Right. So, so you also want to make sure it's connected to the offense. And that's a good point. Like, you, you definitely want to communicate the consequence and make sure that they understand how it's connected, how it's connected to what they've done. Right. Like... Like slamming the door. Yeah. Like apparently our girls did this at Wait, one point. Yeah, they did it one time, I think. <laughs> Maybe once, because then I was like, if you slam the door again, this is what's going to happen. We are going to take the door off the hinges. You will not have a door. 
Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, and then, so, you I know. Think, I don't think they've slammed the door uh, anymore. No. I mean, uh, I'm scared to slam the door now. <laughs> so I'll take your... Take, take, okay. I don't slam the door. I'm not taking the bedroom door off it and just... Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, that wouldn't work for... I mean, that would be... That would, yes. Hey, that's so, good, yeah, we'll just take that back to the first one. That's good. Make yeah, it a fair, fair consequence. consequence. It would not yeah. be fair to me to take the door off the bedroom. No. I need the door on the bedroom. Yes, yes, you do. Okay. <laughs> Love how awkward we get. Okay, so good discipline is making sure that everyone is on the same page and understanding, like, this is what's going to happen if I do this. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so the third thing we've learned, too, is we really want to be that authoritative kind of parent. And, and let me let me tell you what... Let, let me tell you what that is. Okay, Shannon's good, giving me this kind of weird look <laughs> as I'm talking about this. I was reading in Focus on the Family, um, and a sociologist by the name of Reuben Hill kind of laid out four types of parents, okay? okay. See, if this ma- see if this makes sense. Yeah. One is the permissive parent, okay? Yeah, that, this is, that's me, for sure. Yeah, a lot of love, but no boundaries, okay? They're always afraid of doing something that's going to damage the child, you know? All right, maybe that's not me. No, but yeah. <laughs> but... As a result, the child kind of grows up feeling loved, but they're kind of unsure yeah. about themselves and everything, yeah. you know, future goals thing. Okay, and number two is the neglectful parent, okay? This is the worst type of parenting, okay? They don't really show love or really care about boundaries, or they, the child just feels like they just don't care, period. Okay, the authoritarian parent is the third one, and this parent doesn't show a whole lot of love, but shows a lot of discipline. Okay, so these parents set the bar really high, and they often have children that tend to rebel later on. Okay, so these are the ones that are like, I'm going to go out in my college years, and I'm going to lose it. Okay. Right? Okay, then there's the authoritative parent. Which is different than the authoritarian parent. Right. Okay. Right. So this parent has an equal amount of love and discipline. They have clear boundaries, okay, Um, but they're also very loving. You see, like we said before, if you let the kid just have their way without any type of consequences, kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, it's not really showing them a lot of love. So kids with this type of parent often have higher self-esteem and good coping skills. So I think this really relates to our household in this way. We often tell the girls that they have a lot of freedom. I mean, they really yes. kind of do. because well, we trust them. Say, say does, um, especially now that she's driving and things. And, and the reason is, is because like Shan said, we trust them. But if they break that trust, things are going to be different. I mean, we love them. And we give them the opportunity to make the choice, right? But if it's not the right choice, they know that consequences will come and trust is going to have to be earned back. So there's this good balance between love, which is freedom for us, right. but also discipline, Knowing that consequences, are and I there. think that kind of shows how the love is uh, given back in return. Because at the same time, because they love us, they want to do what makes us happy. Yes, and that was how it was for me. Like I could see this parenting style with my parents mm-hmm. because my mom and dad gave me a lot of freedom, and yet I never wanted to break that trust because I did not want to upset. Right. I did not want to disappoint them. Right, and I know that's how that is with the girls too. We we put discipline on very early in life so that now. As they're growing up, we're, we're allowing them to kind of make those choices mm-hmm. for themselves. And they've really made great, great choices. Yes. Yes, they, they really have. have. So, and the last point, the last thing we've learned, and this is such a valuable one. You want yes. to take this one? Sure. The last point is don't agonize over mistakes. 
Like, yes. oh my gosh, I've ruined my child. But it, I can definitely agree that, I mean, as a mom, and I'm sure dads too, like, you, well, actually, I mean, yes, I think both of us. I mean, there's yeah. definitely been times that... I feel guilty a lot of times. Yes. Yeah. Like, even, like, it, would, it won't even be anything like a serious offense, because, I mean, we really don't deal with that a lot now anymore, thank goodness. But, yeah. um, I mean, you know, just just where we had to discipline them for something small, you can still... Yeah, feel guilty like, because oh, maybe you, really you to... went overboard. Can I share the story about Megan? Yeah. Okay. Tell that story. <laughs> she will love that you shared She's that story. Love this. Megan, I hope you're listening, and I'm sorry. Megan, my sister has... Before he tells the story, I would like to say that I think Megan is, like, such an amazing mom. She is an amazing yes, mom. But this is a good thing because she was, like, feeling so guilty about this. So my sister has three kids. One is like seven, and then the youngest one is like, Isaac is like two? Almost two? Isaac's almost two. Almost two. Okay. And so Ethan's she, like four. And Ethan's like four. Okay, so she loads them all up in the van. They're going to the store. But when she walks out of the front of the house after loading them in, the dog somehow got out. So she's got to get out of the van. She's got to put the dog back in the house. And then she locks the door. She gets back in the van. And then she drives to the Publix, which is like a five-minute drive away. She's pulling into the parking lot, into the parking space. She gets a call on her phone. She picks it up, and it's her neighbor saying, Did you leave a kid at home? And apparently... One of the children had gotten out of the van and had gone inside, and Megan just drove off and didn't realize. Which I think is funny that we can tell this story because I'm pretty sure that we left Abby at the church one time. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> True story. I left Abby at the church one time, and my um, Clay Powers, yes, our, let's, our let's administrator. Jimmy left Abby yes, at the church one time. Our administrator came in to Abby, and he goes, Abby, I've got, I've got bad news and good news. Bad news is your dad left you. Good news is he said you're getting a pony. <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting her pony. <laughs> it's like, way to go, Clay. <laughs> but anyway, we do. We Sometimes we feel like we've messed up. We yes. did something, especially when it comes to discipline. I mean, there's a whole lot of things we mess up on. But yes. sometimes when it comes to discipline, we're like, uh, they're going to be in counseling forever. So just because we made that mistake, it doesn't mean that they're ruined and they're going to need counseling for sure. I mean, even Jesus's parents forgot him, right? Yeah, and like three days, right? At the temple for like three days. I mean, how do you leave Jesus? How do you how do you leave Jesus? Do you think Mary was like, I'm the worst mom ever? <laughs> I, I no. bet she felt. I mean, you're the mother of Jesus. Yeah. So nothing like that. Well, I bet she felt still, a little guilty about probably, and scared to death. I mean, you almost lost Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> What had happened? <laughs> what could have happened? <laughs> I mean, I'm feeling better about myself yes. already. Thank Knowing, you, Mary. Yes. Thank you, Mary, for being real. Real yes. stories in the Bible. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So anyway, God's grace is more than enough. And Absolutely. he is going to forgive us. He allows us those opportunities to try again. So you just got to cut yourself a little bit of slack. Mm-hmm. Forgive yourself. Take a deep breath. Buckle up. And try again. And just keep keep I going. I don't say things like buckle up. Like, I totally. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, though. I like that. Okay, <laughs> okay so. All right, so you're going to wrap it up for us? <laughs> yeah, so to wrap up this podcast, I think we have made this difficult subject a lot more fun than it was supposed to be. <laughs> We're laughing a lot. Um, number one, don't discipline in anger. You know what I mean? Just yelling doesn't work. Humiliation doesn't work. Take a break, take a minute to step back and relax a little bit before dishing out the discipline. Yes. Number two, communicate the consequences up front. Make sure it's a fair consequence. Make sure you connect it to the offense. You're not just coming up with something crazy all yes. of a sudden. 
And number three, the authoritative parent that we talked about, that equal balance of love and discipline is so important. And then number four, listen, we're all going to make mistakes, so don't agonize over the mistakes. Um, realize that God's grace is good, you're forgiven, and let's move forward. Learn from them, grow from them. That's right. Our kids are going to right. be okay. And even even admit to the kids when you did make a mistake. Yeah, I've actually had to do and that say, Yeah, say, I'm sorry. Yeah. That was, you know, I, I was wrong, and we're going to try this again. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, keep listening. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, and don't miss a single week on Figuring Our Four. And let's throw in the, if you like oh, this yeah. podcast. If you like this podcast, please go into iTunes. And rate it. Rate it. Leave a review. That's, subscribe. That's that, right. All those things kind of help us jump up on the playlist a little bit yeah. so that more people get to hear Figuring Our Four. And you can also check out our Facebook page and like leave a comment or if you have questions or you want to chime in like what Absolutely. you might do or don't do. or That's right. All right. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Jimmy McElrath, and we're in our 19th year of marriage. There's honey. Try it again. I think we've done pretty good. Yeah, pretty well. Because, pretty well. (laughs) You're correcting my Did I correct your grammar? Wait, who said it it right? Is it good or well? Did I say it right? I think it's well. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Score one for me. Ding. Yes. are they? I don't even know. How really? old? Really? You're going <laughs> <laughs> to put you on the spot. They're I should know. I'm her brother. Se- six, seven. How old's, how old's Lexi? How old's the oldest one? Lexi, I think will be seven in April. Okay. Seven. Somewhere around or seven six. or eight. Hey, I'm going to have to cut all this out. Lexi, yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Megan's going to kill me. So, am I keep going here? <laughs> Is that, are you trying to like throw it back at me? <laughs> yeah, it's a toss. Okay.